right, all right. Join the Journey family, friends, and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Allie Batir. Hi. Hey, Allie. It's good to have you here. Would you just share a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Yeah, what a question. Uh, my name's Allie. I've been hanging out here since 2008, so I've seen some really fun things, and I'm really excited to be here. I currently serve on the cultural engagement team, and I've been married to Joe for nine years. We met in the lobby of the coffee shop. and no at, Yes, and then we fell in love at the Porches Launch Retreat. Back in 2012. Legendary. I know. We are uh, quite the Watermark family. And then we have one son who is five, and his name is Jacob. Amazing. Shout out, Jacob. Yes. Will he get to listen to this? Of course. Well, Ali, I've got two fun facts about you. I'm going to share one, and I'm going to let you share the other. Sound good? Yes. Great. Number one is that for just about all of last year, you helped edit the Join the Journey podcast. Yes. So you have made the magic happen. Yes. Thank you. Yes. No. And whoever is editing this, I'm guessing it's Katie. Thank you so much, Katie, for making me sound fantastic. (laughs) I have no doubt you'll make me sound far smarter than I actually am. So thank you. Katie's amazing. Your second fun fact, though, I think uniquely prepares you to guest on the podcast today. Would you tell everybody what what I'm thinking of? Sure. For uh, seven years, I worked for Radio Disney as vocal talent. So if you listen to Radio Disney between the years of 2002 and uh, 2012. Which I totally did. Then you heard me on the radio. And what kinds of things? Well, one, I have so many questions. <laughs> okay, but we got to keep it brief. How did you get into that? They have, uh, at the time, Radio Disney, the studio headquarters is in Dallas. And so every year they would have like an open casting call to the entire city, city. or Metroplex. And so I showed up and I auditioned and I got it. And then they just kept me going until I graduated. <laughs> until you graduated high school. Yeah, I have a really young sounding voice if I, you know, I can make yeah, it sound really Disney-esque. So... That's incredible. And then what kinds of things? Was it just ads? Were you interviewing Disney stars? No, unfortunately, they don't trust 12-year-olds to interview celebrities. Um, Right. (laughs) Sad day for me. But, um, yeah, so Disney won't allow any ads on their programming that they don't have full control of to protect kids. So it's only Disney content. Right. So if you—it was either Disney content or it was something that was being promoted that only Disney was allowed to write the script for. So any ads were us. Wow. Incredible. Well, I'm excited for those— vocal cords to shine <laughs> on this episode. I don't know. I don't think you want what me to the... do this in my Disney voice. No, don't, no, please don't. <laughs> in your normal voice, we are talking about Ecclesiastes 12. And I'm just going to let you take the mic. Sure. All right. What, yeah. what you got for us? Yeah. So I've always really appreciated the book of Ecclesiastes. And so chapter 12 was really fun to dig into. I grew up in church. I did all the right things. I made all the right choices. I was that girl in youth group that you knew who wouldn't shut up and would always answer all the questions. <laughs> I learned, though, that doing all the right things did not keep pain and sorrow from entering my life. And at the end of the day, the people who make good choices end up the same place that bad people do, dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. that's kind of where Ecclesiastes takes us. But what we do learn in chapter 12, that being in relationship with God gives our life purpose and meaning. And my favorite part is that it gives us directions. And I love directions. So we see in Ecclesiastes 12 verses 13 and 14, fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. And I think I can read that and quickly get overwhelmed by all the rules that we're being asked to obey. Mm -hmm. So it can be really easy to be fearful of that judgment. Yeah. Even if we are doing all the right things, I say in quotation marks. 
But when I read this, my mind went instinctively to Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 40, where Jesus says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So Jesus gives gives us the perfect example of a life worth living, a life in right relationship with God and with our neighbor. And because of Jesus, we don't have to fear judgment. And that's the beauty of grace because he lived the perfect life and died a death to pay for our sins. And so Mm -hmm. we can rest in knowing that because of him and his gift to us, there is no fear. So good. This is beautiful, Allie. Give me some practical, like everything you just said. It sounds great. And I know we've got to get to an interpretive challenge, but just give me some practical. How does how do these truths play out in your life? Well, <laughs> I, um, I've struggled. I've generalized anxiety disorder. Mm. And so it's really easy for me to get caught up in the right thing to do and knowing exactly the plan that God has for me. And especially growing up in the church, as I mentioned, like it's really easy to just get hung up on that, just the rightness of things. And so for me, it's just learning to let go and recognizing that we do have really a really good roadmap in the scriptures of knowing God's wisdom mm-hmm. and knowing what God's best is for our life. But ultimately, we can trust that God is writing a plan that's far bigger than what we could ever plan mm-hmm. or predict or expect. And there's so much freedom in just walking in his perfect plan as opposed to my perfect plan. Sure. But there's also a reality in which Yes, God has a perfect sovereign plan, but to some extent we have free will and we get to make make choices. So if uh, listeners are following along in the Join the Journey journals, at the bottom of today's page is a, a printed question. And it says, should I be scared of God bringing every deed into judgment? Right. How would you answer that? I think fear is not the word I like to lean on, but I think there is like a, a very um, reverent, Mm. Um, or a reverence towards God, because just because we have grace does not leave us off the hook. Um, And there's actually a really good Bonhoeffer quote, if I could share it. Yeah, please do. It's about this concept of cheap grace, which you may or may not be uh, aware of, but this is the quote. Cheap grace is the preaching of forgiveness without requiring repentance, baptism without church discipline, communion without confession, absolution without personal confession. Cheap grace is grace without discipleship, grace without the cross, grace without Jesus Christ, living and incarnate. And I love that because even though we're not defined by all the right things that we do as Christians, we are called to a higher standard. And so it just reminds me in James when he talks about faith and works and like our works are are a overflowing of our faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so just because we believe in Jesus and that we know that we're saved doesn't mean we can just do whatever we want. Mm. Allie, I think that's, that's really good. There can be this... Um, mistaken belief that is incorrect. It's incorrect, and that incorrect belief says we do things to get right with God. But if you know the gospel, you know that's not true. Like nothing we could do could get us right with God. Rather, the, the proper framing would be something more like we do things because we're grateful, we're right with God. So even then, yes, you're exactly right. The gospel doesn't give us a free pass to just sin, but we're still left with the question of, why should we do right or live righteously? And why should we fear God? And it's this beautiful conglomeration or coming together of, yes, God is just, and there will be payment for evil, whether it's Jesus's death on the cross or consequences, punishment, whatever. 
But at the same time, he's also generous and merciful and loving and who wouldn't want to walk under the umbrella of those things, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Anything you'd add to that? It just reminds me of that, the phrase like here and not yet. Mm. And as Christians, we live in this weird tension of where we know where we're going. We know mm-hmm. what's going to happen, but we're stuck here yeah. <laughs> in the meantime. Yeah. And so um, so that's what it makes me think of. And then just also the thought of we do want a God of judgment and justice mm-hmm. because, I mean, the world's crazy and there are such bad it's evil in the world. And we ultimately want those things to be brought to justice. And so I see that part of God to be something that I love about God because I want a God who does stand up for the poor and powerless and does right the wrongs of this world. And unfortunately, I am also a sinner, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I know that, you know, a loving God will do exactly what he's supposed to do and it will all be mean right in the end. Absolutely, Allie. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing with us. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.